I want to win because who wouldn't want to be the first gay black man to win some part of the Project Runway brand? Have you lost your mind? Hey, everyone. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to the Peabody Award winning show that is Project Runway. I am Ernest. And I'm not Nayland. <laughs> I'm Samelia. Yay, Samelia's back. Yay, I'm back. <laughs> so good to be back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so last week for our, our previous episode, we had the effortlessly amazing Nayland Blake um, to step in for Samelia. So, um, glad you're back, Samelia. Yay. Oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> and um yeah and if you haven't checked out that last episode please do we we went way into the last episode and it was it's always fun having Nalen on the podcast and also we will have him back for our next episode as is our cherished tradition to have him on our finale um so if you, yeah you don't have to miss Nalen you can just what, you can just listen to the previous episode and then you'll have Nalen again. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, speaking of finale, like I was just, we, we'll get into this later, but I was kind of thoroughly confused by this episode of oh All Stars goodness. because I wasn't sure if we had to call Nalen and be like, hey, so. <laughs> um, it was this, pretty confusing. Yeah. I was like, this isn't the penultimate um, episode. This is actually the finale. Hey, can you come in for this episode? <laughs> so confused, but um, but yeah. But before we go in, Samelia, um, you had your uh your open studio. Yes. How was it? It was good. So many people came out, and I mean, customers that had been ordering online that I'd never met. So it was really nice. It was. It's been a year since I've been in that current studio space. So I really just wanted to open it up for people to come by and say hello, and you know, put faces to names, and it was just really nice. Yay! Yeah. Um, yeah, and so. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So for, I mean, we, I think it's kind of, we haven't really explained what the two of us do in a while. <laughs> we kind of talk a little bit about it at the oh, end of the yeah. podcast. Right. Um, and so just for new listeners or, or listeners who haven't listened to the first season where we kind of introduce ourselves formally about our backgrounds, um, can you just talk a little bit about your space and then um just kind of like a a, a pre-plug <laughs> for your show. absolutely yeah so i'm a handbag and accessories designer and i work primarily with uh ankara fabric it's um material that you'd see in nigeria and all over africa and my family is from nigeria and i grew up around those prints so i've always been really drawn to like the vibrant colors so color really attracts me and i also work with leather and um do small leather goods like wallets and things like that but i've got um purses and bags for women men kids and i also do wallets um and bow ties and skinny ties. So, and my my store is textile textile shop. Yeah. So if it if it hasn't been clear to our listeners, um, Samelia is an advanced sewer. <laughs> 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 she knows a lot about construction. Um, um, 
uh, and I and I I do think that you're versed in in garment structure, but I I know you wouldn't say that, but obviously, um, <laughs> you're <laughs> I dabble you're very in familiar <laughs> with all of it, and um and so yeah yeah so just want to put that into context for everyone. But congratulations on your open Thank studios. You. Um, Thank you. Definitely would have been there if I had been in Memphis, but. Um, I was there in spirit. Girl, Yay. you're welcome anytime. Yay. <laughs> Can't wait to actually take you up on your offer soon. Um, Yay. So, um, yeah. And for those of you guys who don't know, I'm in Brooklyn and Sibelia is in Memphis. So, yeah, I'm in Memphis. the same place um, very oh, often. No. So, very sad. But we used um, to both be in Philly. That's I know. Where we met. And that's where I was last week. And oh, yeah. uh, it was just really nice to be in Philly for a weekend. I, I kind of miss that place. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of memories and a lot of wonderfulness. I sound different this week because I'm back on my home mic. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, just kind of went, took off and left my mic here. I was like, I just want to get out of Brooklyn and, you know, just lost my mind a little bit. But um, <laughs> it all worked out. And um, yeah, speaking of going places, you know, so um, we, la so last week we also, um, spoke a little bit about um, the uh, GoFundMe for Chris March. So, you know, before we dig into this really emotionally messed up episode of Project One Royal All Stars, let's just oh, dig into something else that also is, um, you know, this whole thing, and, and Naylan brought this up about um, kind of how, so, I'll, okay, let me start with the background of, of Chris March. So he is an alum of Project Runway Prime and All Stars, and he was on season four of both. And he's re currently recovering from a very severe accident. And um, a group of his friends have started a GoFundMe to help him pay his medical bills because he has maxed out on his health care. And um, uh, it is something that I know, I know we have listeners who live in other countries who have a national health care system where this type of thing does not happen. But unfortunately, this is a common experience for those of us living in the U.S. I mean, I, I currently have um, members of my family who are going through this where we're sort of at the mercy of a very complicated health system that um, is quite expensive and can quite uh, easily ruin you financially. So, um, and especially when you're thinking of someone like, like Chris March, who is a TV personality on top of being a successful designer, that even someone um, of his caliber, so you would assume, um, is not financially uh, compromised, wouldn't be financially compromised by this. Like he's, you know, ev everyone is kind of is susceptible to something like this. So. So yeah, so I wanted to bring that up because we're we're putting the link in our link section. It it, it was in a link section of last week as well, um, and and uh, we discussed a little bit on our previous episode, and just want to give you guys an update, um, moving forward on this too. So, um, yeah, 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 um, yes, uh, so many sad things. Um, let's see. Um, let me, I'm just going to run down before we go in for our new listeners. And just to remind, um, our, our, uh, faithful returnees that we do have a cheat sheet for this week, even though it was hard to suss out how to put this. It was, uh, no, what in the world? Um, if you haven't watched this episode, you'll, you know, just stay with us. You'll, you'll kind of learn about the dooziness of this episode, but yes, yeah, so there's a cheat sheet with all 
with half of the final looks this week. <laughs> and uh, we have a cheat sheet for each episode. And those links are also in our description page. And um, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast um, uh, platform, then um, hopefully you'll be able to find an active link there. Or you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, we'll drop them there. And I dropped it on Instagram this week, too, at the Workroom Podcast, just because um, I was really pleased with the title of this show. <laughs> so I just wanted to splash it everywhere. Anyway, um, also, you'll be able to check out updates to our bracket battle. And um, so we have a team, Samelia. We have a team, Nayland. And I have, I'm out. I also had a team, but they all got eliminated. So I'm just sort of watching from the sidelines with... My You've been out eliminated. early. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How dare you, Samelia? I mean, your team is no longer with us on the show. <laughs> I think I've been out for like four episodes talking about bracket battles and just watching Stanley flourish. Oh you know? my God, I told you to add him to your bracket. You had a chance. I can't do it. But, you know... It's nice to see him doing well. Great, Stanley. I never. He would be. He would. He's still. No, there's no way I would have chosen Stanley. No way. <laughs> but oh he's goodness. blowing my mind this season. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So let's let's get into this episode, and uh, unfortunately, we will continue with a little bit of sadness. So we. <laughs> 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 so we this whole time. Um, and, and just to kind of, um, shout out to Nalan again, who thought that maybe this was being taped concurrently with the previous season of Project Runway Prime, but no, this is, this was taped in 2016. And so not only is this pre-election, it's also pre-Harvey Weinstein. Um, and so we have been um, talking with some listeners about this whole con controversy. Of course, this whole thing with Weinstein broke at the end of last year. We're now in 2018. So the end of 2017, where things kind of hit the fan in the fall. And there was also talk of this, of All Stars not even really coming back. And even Project Runway um, not necessarily coming back on the air since um, the Weinstein Company is the producer of Project Runway. And um, I just want to note that um, there is a frontline report on PBS. So if anyone out there, if you're in the U.S. and you can watch PBS, um, then, you know, please watch that report. And um, I think it's interesting to, to sort of put that in context as well, since we have Georgina Chapman, who... Um, is in the middle of a divorce from Weinstein. And I think a lot of people have been watching her in this context, thinking perhaps this is something going on in the uh, in the background. And no, not yet. So yeah, just wanted to, and I just, I just told Samelia about this before we started the podcast. And um, yeah, thanks a lot. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, you know, just, to warn you, it is a very frightening report. Um, so it's it's interesting to to think about this in terms of like, um, I don't know, just, just a lot of things that are happening in the background, but also I'm still kind of, I, I really am uh, wondering um, why we didn't get an all-star season before, 
this and I'm, I kind of am wondering if they, if it's because a lot of these things were sort of up in the air and that the show had been in limbo um, because of the news that had been breaking and so sort of the mm. I think the whole um, timing of of um, the taping and the editing and when they were, they were ready with all with the project Runway prime that um, you know it just got pushed to 2018 so um yeah anyway we're in the we're in the past we're way in the past on this episode yeah um so we have the designers in uh the capital in dc and um i you know i kind of love how they've been putting the designers in places that are not necessarily considered important in fashion and um we've been to austin (laughs) i think they've been to florida (laughs) and um you know, there there are times when they used to take the designers like Paris and Italy and, you know, and it's now we're in D.C. And and we have the sister wives and the den mother. Um, those are the den mother is family. And they're <laughs> walking up to the, to the Smithsonian looking so fly. Like, that's the only where I could think it was like they're, they're so fly yeah. and easily the best dressed people in that part of D.C. Yeah, just so easily. Um, yeah, so I think, um, I don't know, DC is one of those places with a very interesting, um, professional aesthetic, I'll say. And I, I thought that maybe this is how the designers thought that they would look like if they were going to an office or something. Which would be no, I couldn't stop looking at Fabio because I feel like out of the four of them, we're not used to seeing him dress like this yeah did you see his shoes i mean fabio to me it looked it looked like something that he definitely would wear i feel like you know but you're right don't don't ever see him that way yeah Um, like on the show at least like i feel like the others we've seen him sort of like you know yeah dress up but fabio has usually a more relaxed look right right i mean he's yeah, he's got. He usually is in a lot of volume, and he's wearing right. a very well tailored suit. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's wow. so good. Um, <laughs> all of them are, and um, mm-hmm. you know, clearly all of them, you know, definitely had some input in what each other were going to wear that day. Because how how is it that all of you guys are <laughs> going to decide to wear suits? Right. Um, and Anthony woo, with the overcoat. I Come know. on now, Anthony. So great. <laughs> so great. Um, I love it. So, man, and, and I mean, just another thing about, another thing about being in Philly last weekend, because, okay, so I live in New York, I live in Brooklyn, and moving here from Philly, it took me some time to get used to how people dress in New York versus how people dress Mm. in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. and just in terms of DC, another place where you, you walk around and, and it's very subtle the differences but seeing them yeah. walk up to the smithsonian they they looked really out of place like it just looked yeah like, yeah it was really fascinating but yeah you're right also in terms of how we typically see them um i know i love i love fabio's pinstripe suit i loved it i thought it was mm-hmm. just kind of amazing very impressed and his and his little hairdo is very <laughs> very wonderful i know so um great so we have them inside the Smithsonian National Museum of American History um, because Project Runway All-Stars is making history in a number of ways. 
Of course. (laughs) This is a very historical episode. (laughs) So um, Alyssa gives them their rundown and reveals to them that this will be their final challenge. And it will be to make six piece, a six piece collection that will make their mark on history. And they all freak out. So I also freaked out on my notes where I was like, wait, what? Is this the last podcast? What's happening? So, <laughs> um, they're going to get to shop where Moon shops at the Moon Warehouse. They get um, one week to do this. And it's so funny because it's like, but you only get one week. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> For six looks, you know, based off of what, how they have been doing things this season. Right. Yeah. And it's more than enough time. Um, Mm -hmm. and they'll get to sketch in the Smithsonian and, um, yeah. So I, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, basically a moment where they're realizing that they're the final four. It's not final three, but final four. Yeah. Um, at this point I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust anyone. I'm so skeptical because it's always been three. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I, I yeah. was I was I mean yeah I I wasn't I wasn't sure what to think um because also I was kind of thinking if they kind of turn this on them how cruel would that be Do-do-do. next mm-hmm. we go on to <laughs> inspiration and sketch time inside the museum um but before we move on to that did you say want to say anything else about this moment with the designers and Alyssa Alyssa's dress was amazing. She has gotten. She had... Go ahead. I know. <laughs> she stepped it up. It had like it's like three different colors of sequins like around the neckline. Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautiful! And like a navy or black, you know, for the rest of it. And then there's like a little like pleat or some slit in the front. I don't mm-hmm. know on the skirt. And I think it was perfect because she was standing in front of the. It's like metallic paneled flag that's really huge behind her so like that shimmery and all of that and mimicking that on her dress I was like oh that was a nice touch oh that's such a good point I did not even notice that um because you know she does her theme thing where she um comes in an outfit that is a little bit of a a clue about the actual challenge and that's a good point yeah so whoever decided on what she was going to wear or maybe she did where they kind of use the actual Smithsonian as inspiration for her outfit mm-hmm. huh. huh I like that it's really lovely um so yeah she's been stepping it up she's been looking really cute lately mm-hmm. all right so let's go into the actual exhibits with the remaining four designers um and they're going to look around they get to sketch a little bit and um we get to hear for the first time about what they're thinking in terms of how they're going to use um, these artifacts and these uh, these exhibits as um, inspiration for how they're going to make their mark on history. So yeah, what did you think about this time here? It Wherever they're, I mean, it, it seems so dark and dismal. I'm just like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I need a lot of natural light and, you know, which I I understand they most likely wanted to preserve the materials and the colors and mm-hmm. whatnot. 
Um, it's just so dark. How are you going to sketch in there? <laughs> I know. Or I guess they're just getting their inspiration. But I would want to be like drawing stuff at the same time, and you know, as I get ideas. Um, and I thought it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, because during a lot of that history, you know, we were enslaved. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I just had mixed feelings here. I was just like, uh But they did show um they did show that like Michelle Obama's dress and her gown that was really beautiful. And then who is it? I think Ken was inspired by Harriet Tubman's um it was like a a bow. Mm hmm. Her bow tie and and a handkerchief. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, Wow, that's I mean, that's really powerful. Yeah. And he's using that for his, like, entire collection. I'm like, oh, wow. And it's interesting because I don't really know, um, I, I, you know, just, just talking about the the things that Stanley um, uh, was inspired by. So, you know, he kind of opens up with Jackie O's style. And, and of course, because there's a whole exhibit of the First Lady's gowns, including, like, Michelle Obama's gown. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jackie Kennedy's uh, Onassis's gown as well, and um, but what I like about what he did is that there was um, there was a little I don't I know I don't know how big this exhibit is, but it was an exhibit about uh, Black church culture in the African American section. Um, mm-hmm. It's so funny because now we have an entire Smithsonian dedicated to African American history. <laughs> <laughs> that they could have gone to. So, uh-huh. Um, just saying, it probably wasn't open then. I know it opened at the tail end of of uh, 2016 or around the end of there. I wish I had looked that up, but um, for some reason they're not there. And I, I kind of understand they didn't know that the last four would be four black men. <laughs> so, of course, like <laughs> I would have just gone there. Like, just let's just go. Also. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't have gotten in because it's still hard to get into that museum. It's it's really, really tough to get tickets. And for them to shut down the whole entire museum just for Project Runway, they're probably like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Project what? <laughs> anyway, so, uh. but I thought that that little exhibit was really interesting with the hats, um, uh, with, with church lady hats and having that be something that um, he... Uh, I think he didn't really start sketching until he got over there. And, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, to see what he comes away with, I think is pretty spectacular with how he is able to combine these um, very different points of view from the museum and um, still has a way of like putting in um, uh, black culture into what he was making. So... Yeah, which I think it, that is really neat. But I was also a little worried that it wasn't going to be very cohesive because he was pulling from so many different, mm-hmm. you know, areas. So I don't know. I'm just a little like, I'm I'm watching you, Stanley. I'm watching you close. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I thought was really interesting about this is something that Ken said about his process, which I thought was was a nice... Um, way of seeing how self-aware Ken is now where, you know, he's taking inspiration from Harriet Tubman's handkerchief and bow tie, but um, he's talking about how he understands that a lot of what he makes can be too ready to wear. 
and that mm-hmm. he's trying to take things into an elevated space um, since this is something that, um, you know, this is the final collection. Um, but, you know, he's he's kind of keeping an eye on himself in terms of his own inspiration, where he's going to take his design, which I thought was great. Um, and and in terms of someone who's taking, I think they're all taking history and bringing it into to the future because obviously mm-hmm. they're in, in, a, in a history museum. And um, but someone I think who was really colorful with how to illustrate that was Anthony when he said he wants to. He's inspired by Audrey Hepburn as if she lived long enough to become Rihanna. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, I you know, it's kind of like, all right, that's fun. That is a really fun thing to think about. Because, you know, obviously, that's impossible. <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> but I like the fantasy of that story. And um, I don't know, it just kind of, I don't necessarily see. I would never necessarily put Anthony in an Audrey Hepburn kind of place. I would put Stanley there, but thinking of how Anthony actually designs, you know, you could probably place a lot of his works in the sixties and fifties. But yeah, I don't know. I was really intrigued by that and and his idea of doing separates and not just, just gowns. So Mm -hmm. exciting. Um, All right. So we had, um, out of the darkness of the exhibitions to the light <laughs> of the roof. I was so bothered by that. For model I mean, it looked, it looked like the cameraman was, it looked like the power was, was giving them light so that they could see. It was just so, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> right. It's a museum. It's, it's, you know, with like very delicate materials and lots of cloth and lots of things that, you know, you want to want to survive for hundreds of years. But yes, yeah, it was it was pretty dark in there. And, and again, the contrast to the model casting, um, which used to be one of my favorite parts of of on New York. Uh, I'm sorry, on um, Project Runway Prime for Fashion mm-hmm. Week. They don't do this anymore mm-hmm. where we get to see the designers choose who they want to walk for them. Um, but we get it now and it's a whole thing. They're on the roof. Um, you have the Washington Monument in the background. It's very dramatic. And you have like the sister wives and the den mother all seated sit at this table with their great suits on and an army of mm-hmm. models walking towards them and their very generic um, pants and, and black tank top or black shirt, whatever. Um, yeah, their model uniform. Yeah, yeah. Did you have anything to say about this moment? I I, I, I only have little complaints because we didn't really get to see them walk. but Yeah, but also I was worried that there was going to be another twist up here like when <laughs> Alyssa mentioned like your model fitting will be on the roof I was like well what else is up going to be up there you know <laughs> so I was just very anxious the entire time they were doing this oh man <laughs> yeah I was I I don't know I didn't think anything bad would happen on the roof but I I did I was, it was weird to me that they just kind of stood there and they, while the designers just chose their, um, what do you call it? I would, I don't know, their comm cards. I don't know. Basically, you know, they have little cards with their faces on it. It's like, I want Tara. I like Cynthia. I like this person. And then it's, it was like, did all of them get chosen? And how are they choosing them? 
what is going on? Right. It was just not enough of the. I would like to see like a like a more authentic model casting next time. But you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I believe Ken did mention presence, or one of them right, mentioned but they were going. I'm going to see presence with him. them just standing there in front of the table. Um. Anyway, so we have that, and then they go to the Mood Warehouse, which I don't know is it in New York or or is that still in DC? I was confused by this. Oh, yeah. Because they showed a plane. That's a good point. As if they were leaving D.C. And D.C. is not far from New York, of course. You know, if they flew there, it wouldn't have taken that long. But they were still wearing their suits when they got to the warehouse. And it seemed as if no time really had passed. But I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah, this is just so. Yeah. All right. We need more context here. A little bit more. Where's the warehouse? (laughs) So um, anyway, they all (laughs) they all get a buddy to walk them around this gigantic warehouse. Um, And it's something that automatically gives me anxiety because of this. um, Like, you know, the problem of choice. It's just too much going on. I mean, mood in New York freaks me out sometimes you know, if I don't have at least three hours to spend in there, then I'm I'm done. I can't I can't choose. I can't do anything. Um, but they get an hour to walk through this gigantic warehouse that Mood has with just I don't know. It looks like it looks like Costco, but yeah. with bolts of fabric. So. Yep. Oh man, how glorious! <laughs> so yeah, uh, how what was this whole? scene like for you Samelia this is the first point in the episode where I felt relaxed and <laughs> I was just so I just wanted to like jump into the television and swim around in the fabric <laughs> <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah I, I just wrote down I'm like this is this makes me nervous oh my god so so anxious so much anxiety right well also because they're having to shop for their entire collection so that yeah. is a little nerve-wracking and they only have an hour i'm like man i need an hour just to figure out i know like yeah it kind of seemed like they all had a good idea of the types of fabrics they wanted and mm-hmm. um the only thing that freaked me out a little bit is that it seemed like ken was going for mostly brocades and brocades yeah, are in, in this cream, like you know, cream uh, off-white kind of motif. Mm-hmm. Um, because he wants to, he wants that historical feel that you get with gowns, but he wants them in separates in a jumpsuit, which, again, um, made me a little nervous because that's kind of what Anthony said he was doing. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, it made me nervous because I, I feel like that's more of something you would think stanley would do, or you know like stanley's his uh was it all his prime collection mm-hmm. like all the brocades and right yeah i was just like i don't know ken yeah i same where um you know it's easy for that fabric to look like a couch um mm-hmm. i mean particularly the one that we saw him grab i just just didn't like it um he does end up using that i think but um, i don't know it just didn't look great and we also have fabio getting mostly prints and um man and he pulls this bird print 
it, I don't know if you know this, but there's that whole row was filled with bird prints. The whole row? Yeah, there's oh, a whole section in the Moon Warehouse with fabrics with birds on it. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, so wow. he pulls his print. I, I loved it. I was just like, this is great. I like that you're, I don't know, you know, and he's talking about he wants to do uh, um, a bunch of prints, which I just really loved. Um, in contrast to mm-hmm. Stanley, who is choosing navy, navy, tan, ivory, <laughs> white, and black. But you know what? I feel like Stanley's uh, his choice is pretty strong because, or his strategy, mm-hmm. because he's—I mean, he's not so sure either. But he he knows kind of that he wants the color story to at least be cohesive, and I think that's a good good place to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ken, I'm just so worried about this. Like he's got a lot of light colors that kind of look all the same. Yeah, like all the materials. He chose. What about Anthony? Now, let's see. Anthony, he grabs, so the blue, he gets this really vibrant blue, which is, it's similar to the material he, or the color at least, that he had for last challenge. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, uh, why don't you choose a different color? Yeah. I mean, it's a great blue, but I'm, I'm worried like it's just going to be the judges will think it was just like what he did last week yeah unless it's like way completely different yeah yeah i you know to me it's it's it is a really wonderful blue but it's almost safe now which is i know a little concerning especially to have that two weeks in a row right right all right so before we head to the workroom anything else to say about this wonderful hour inside this warehouse of possibilities Yes, I miss Swatch. <laughs> <laughs> I just Why want to see there... Swatch at this point. I know there should be like a for that kind of place they'd need like a mastiff, a gigantic know, dog. Seriously. So we have little Swatch. You know, it's like he's like a little miniature thing inside the um, you know, inside of the New York version of of Mood. So I think for the warehouse, you know. They can they can have a horse in there. I don't know, like some moon yeah. horse, a large animal. So, <laughs> which their their warehouse is still in New York. It looks like because okay, they're showing shots of New York like after the plane. Wow, that's kind of crazy. So, so that means they you know they took their day trip to D.C. Who knows what time they got there? Flew back, yeah, to or took the Acela back to New York, and. Uh-huh. uh ran around looking for fabrics they've done a lot of work so far yeah this has been i know i would be exhausted already a whirlwind so the designers get a week so this is we get into the workroom for day one and um i have to say overall i i loved day one i i think that these designers are so open and and good to one another. They're very kind. The mood is so different. And I also thought we learned a lot more about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So, so let's get into this day one. Um, what's it out to you here? Well, I'm just so used to them creating their collections in their own studio. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm just like, wow. So they're going to let everybody see what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's totally fine. Um, Fabio is doing a technique we haven't seen from him on this on this uh, season, I don't think. Mm-hmm. He's smocking. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'm I'm pretty excited for his collection. But uh, also, Ken has a really good strategy. He's he's gonna do all of his, um, all of his like mock-ups first with the muslin, do all of his patterning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's good because then you can just sew. And I feel like the patterning takes the longest time. Yeah, I I kind of like to see how you know if you gave Ken a week, how he would organize himself, and I thought that was extremely smart and. And all of them, mm-hmm. I think all of them are, I would say maybe except for Anthony. I don't really remember um, how he was sort of strategizing. But, you know, Fabio's strategy was to test the smocking technique and then get that right. down. And that because that would be prominent. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. We also learned that um, Stanley is very inspired by Willie Smith, who is um, an African-American um, fashion designer and I realized that this is the first time we've ever heard him say something besides like Dior or something very historical but someone who um, so you know Willie Smith um, uh, you know was a designer in the 20th century but um, you know I, I thought it was like a, a really nice more current um, person to be inspired by <laughs> Yeah. Um, and someone that I was very unfamiliar with in terms of fashion history. And um, but this is another thing that like Stanley's deep. He knows a lot. <laughs> I think he knows everything mm-hmm. about fashion history. And um, yeah. And, and also, what do you think about Ken when he sort of comes to? Well, you know, Anthony's sort of checking in with him and and Ken starts uh, to share that he really hadn't found him, himself as a as as terms of like who he was as a designer until after his last season of All Stars. Yeah, I thought that was I mean that's pretty amazing because even prior he'd been designing. You know, I'm just I'm just like, wow, like just then that's mm-hmm. when you I don't know, it kind of surprised me. Yeah, same. I mean, what did you think about it? Yeah. Well, I I think that, you know, and and even in terms of this whole thing, um, you know, having this season be the first season where they had returnees from previous All Star seasons, um, Mm -hmm. I and I've been thinking about this for a while as like having the Project Runway universe be its its own thing, um, for a lot of designers who come on these shows or I would say, and I, and I think, you know, rationally and logically, we all know that this is not all, it's not the end all be all that I think we assume that they leave the show and they continue their practice. They continue to do their designs. They have their own lives um, outside of, of what this is. Um, And also I understand that this is a very, this is essentially art camp. It's, you know, it's fashion camp. So each designer goes through quite a bit with these experiences, um, technically, emotionally, you know, in terms of like design wise. But 
I I was a little um I mean, when Ken said he didn't find himself at, until after he was on All Stars the last time, it was kind of like, well, I I I can't see that in terms of how differently he has been throughout the um, each season. So you know, if you guys mm-hmm. remember Ken from Project Runway Prime, um, when he had that famous blowout with um, oh god, I can't remember his name. Whoops, I think he was on your yeah. bracket. Um, yeah, so you know, he had that. Was that- it John? Joshua? No, not Joshua. It no. was uh all I all I can think about is that he he uh, uh oh, I can only see his designs. Red hair. Um I think from New York as well. Oh. Oh, and I I can see him too. Yeah, I want to call him William, I but I know it's not William. But Mm-mm. um you know, so so Ken, the two of them had uh, an incredible blowout and they were also on each other's season of All-Stars and the whole thing about that was, oh, there's going to be some drama between the two of them because they had that blowout on um, their 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 season of Prime, but it didn't happen. Ken was so calm, and um, you know Alexander, that's his name, um, Alexander. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they sort yeah. of had quashed that, and it's like you're not going to necessarily get any of that out of me. And Ken had such a strong season for. Um, that season of All Stars, of course, we all know he made it to the finale, and um, and I think with him coming back again, you sort of see that he's he's kind of like molded his strategy and a way he approaches design. I think to the show, which I think is interesting. When you've been on Project mm-hmm. Runway so many times, I think Ken is so, we're sort of seeing what it's like to be a designer that sort of structures themselves around the show, and I think Edmund has done that as well in his own yeah. kind of way, but. Anyway, that's, you know, my long, long thing about Ken. <laughs> um, but very impressed by the end of the day of day one that he has his rack set up so nicely. It was just really nice to see <laughs> all of his pattern pieces and his fabric sort of lined up and sectioned out. I was impressed. Um, yeah. All right. So let's move on to day two. Um, all right. Yeah. So, so day two. Uh, is a little bit of a, uh, you know, so Alyssa's in the workroom. <laughs> oh my goodness. The designers are afraid uh, to come in. <laughs> yes. Poor Fabio. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's been sweating since the Smithsonian. Since the Smithsonian. Like he's like, he was going to throw up when he found out that it was the last challenge. <laughs> He sees Alyssa, he nearly passes out. It's like her presence just knocked him back outside. (laughs) His knees look like they buckled. Stanley is trembling. Anthony just walks off like, child, I ain't got time for this. (laughs) Oh, we all know what this means. This means there's going to be a major twist. A twist, twist, twist. This is when I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew there was something coming. <laughs> um so Alyssa's there to deliver the twist de twist twist twist. So there is gonna be a runway show tomorrow. <laughs> oh man. So the the twist is that the designers will have to show their signature looks. The look that essentially is going to embody the theme of their entire collection. And they have to show it to the judges on the runway the next day. And 
that runway will determine which three designers will present their See? final collections. I knew it. And then I at that point, I was like, okay, great. We don't have to, we haven't like, you know, this won't be the last podcast. All right. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, Samelia, um, what, what were your thoughts and feelings about this moment? And can you talk about a little bit what the designers were going to, going through? Just in, just like physically. <laughs> well, it, they are all, I mean, you just feel their emotions. They're just like melting inside and sweaty palms. Like mm-hmm. how in the world? Because, yeah, I mean, you have to fast forward your thinking and your design to you know have this like wow look mm-hmm. by tomorrow like what yeah how is it but they're all just like <laughs> they look like deer in the headlights sort of yeah i i kind of thought that maybe ken was about to cry like it, yeah. it just they just oh, and, and then I also know. they you know Alyssa also reveals that Anne's gonna be in that day so they have a visit oh, from Anne. <laughs> Oh gosh, all the things. So, um, anyway, so yeah, so this is this is like this is a this is a a giant twist because I feel like the bliss of day one, where what is it like to feel as if you have all this time to make six looks when you've been making looks in ten hours and you get to yeah the luxury of organizing your stuff and then Alyssa comes in the next day and just sort of ruins everything. So they're, you know, essentially, um, uh, great. Get to work 10 hours. It's, it's now it's a normal, it's a normal challenge. So Alyssa leaves and they get to work right away. And, um, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, and I think it's interesting that Fabio makes a point where they're debriefing with one another. This is another wonderful thing I love about these four designers is that, they're they just sort of process what just happened with one another and and fabio is kind of like so you know we have to do this signature look which would have been the one that that i would have we all would have left to the end it's the last look mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's true it's the last look for all of them um but i think in terms of after the processing they all kind of hit the ground running and no yeah. one has a breakdown everyone kind of takes it and they just get they just get to it. Yeah, I mean there is no time for breakdown. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, before Anne gets in, do you wanna say anything about that time where between Alyssa dropping the bomb and then Anne coming in with her stops? Uh no, I don't think I had anything. Okay. All right, so yeah, to note. So let's get into Anne's visit. So They've given them a couple of hours. Who knows how much time they had before Anne comes through. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, so I, I only made a point of when she comes in, um, she's giving the, her usual lecture and spiel about everything. But I kind of mm-hmm. feel like she understands that this is she's kind of walking into the lion's den in a way and she's kind of like guys yeah. i'm really here to help you i'm really here to help <laughs> almost like just trying to convince him like <laughs> i'm not going to give you another twist of the knife in your heart i'm just here to help 
I'm not here to make it worse. So. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she goes to Stanley first. So what were your thoughts about Anne and Stanley's interaction? I thought it was really good. He chose her, his sketches and, you know, uh, she wants him to like he's talking of course Stanley with all the pieces right Mm -hmm. um but he he's thinking of doing these gloves and she's like you know make sure that can go costumey really easily so I think that she gave him really good advice especially Stanley always trying to do the most (laughs) I know because it did seem like he did have I think all of them have a game plan after day one you know I think they use their time really wisely so but yeah I I think um she 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 basically was kind of like great if you're gonna do this and you know he's like I want to do this with leather detail and I think it was nice to just kind of point out that it has to be done impeccably you have to make sure your tailoring is great um, and I think she was a little uh, she was very I, I, I would say she handled Stanley very well because Stanley is clearly terrified he still is shaking he's been shaking yeah. since two days ago. And, you know, he's got those glasses on. His eyes are like 10 times as wide as they usually are. And I love Stanley because like his his he does this thing where he like his arms are straight at his side. Like he's like a flailing, not a soldier, but like kind of like a soldier. Like, what do I do? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. What's happening? So um, anyway, on to Fabio. So Fabio is doing his smocking. He's like, if I'm going to show them the thing that I'm that embodies this collection, then I'm going to have to do my smocking, which, you know, I think it's nice. It's like he says it's a homely technique um, and taking into like a making a high end version of this very familiar thing that he grew up with. So mm-hmm. and and points out that um, he's finally letting his freak flag fly. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought it was I, I, I agreed with Anne, but w- what did you think about this with his um, the initial smocked? Um, I, I know it seemed like he had gotten pretty far, but but I, I yeah. kind of liked what was on the um, on the dress form dress form. I did, too, honestly, like just looking at that, I feel like I want to see more of his collection. I don't remember what his what all his sketches looked like, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is pretty intriguing to me. Yeah, it's an interesting silhouette. You know, the mm-hmm. proportions are um, are very very fascinating to me. And I kind of so yeah. you know he's got the bird print on top, and he's done this not just smocking, but he's painted the fabric, so it's making this really interesting um, pattern. And they clash. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of love it. I love the way they clash. But together. it's work. It, somehow it's working well together. Like his proportions are like with the dark, darker colors and lighter. Color, like all of that's really well proportioned. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't have the bird print engulfing the entire blouse. Right. You know, so that like he did. He he's doing it really well, and it makes sense whether you like the print or not, or right. whether you like the smocking or not. I feel like it makes sense yeah there's something about that blue and white where it's you know these two kind of neutral colors i'm wondering but the shapes Mm -hmm. are really really fascinating they're so interesting Mm -hmm. um all right so let's move on to anthony who is also clearly terrified and um (laughs) 
we have him making a gown and instead of doing what he originally said that he would do, which were separates, um, he's, he's making this gown using that very, very blue cobalt fabric that um, we saw him pull in the mood warehouse. So I, I was, I was not really, um, I was disappointed that he was making it. Yeah, I was gown. too. So, yeah. Cause I feel like, man, is, is that all we've seen from you this season? Hmm. I mean, at this point I just feel like, no, not another gown. Yeah. But you know, he's got to be also smart about it because this was a twist they weren't expecting. And if he wants to stay in the competition at this point, then mm-hmm. he needs to work smart. Right. That makes sense. But unfortunately, um, after coming away from what Fabio is doing, which is quite ambitious I and um, someone who is basically doing the thing that he was going to do last, he actually is doing that <laughs> because yeah. smocking takes quite a bit of time, but he's going to push himself yeah. to at least bring that technique into the quote unquote signature look. Thinking mm-hmm. about with Anthony, this is not the signature look like, you know, it's not supposed to be a gown. But um, yeah. it's interesting how people are adjusting to going from seven days or maybe five days. I don't know. Five days, whatever you think a week is for them. I would think seven days from seven days yeah. down to 10 hours. And this is what, you know, he feels mm-hmm. like he's able to do. Um, it's disappointing. Yeah. And the color is safe to me. Even though it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's safe. I know. That's the only thing. Like it, It's looking good what he has, but... It doesn't feel like a, you know, runway signature look. Mm. Okay. And then speaking of this, uh, this idea of separates, we go to Ken. Ken is next. Mm -hmm. And he's working on a sleeve, right? Yeah. Um, Which I loved. And I, and so I don't, um, what, what did you think about this interaction? Um, what is, so she says something about the sleeve. I don't know. I I feel like her interaction with Ken kind of confuses him a little bit. Like Mm. before she comes over, Ken is certain about what he wants to do. And I mean, his sketch looked really cool. He's got the, um, statement sleeves or whatever. And then he's Mm going to add a, a train to it. And honestly, out of their sketches that they showed, I liked Ken's sketches the most hmm. um, for the line that he's going to do. Um, but I think she said something about having it not, was it costumey? I forget. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I also could not remember what Anne said to Ken. <laughs> I was just like, no, Anne. <laughs> but I think she said something about the drama because he really... Okay. You know, he shows her the sketch, and I remember him saying, like, um, she's got, like, a train in the back, and they got a sleeve, and I'm, I mm-hmm. think maybe Anne said something about how, you know, it, it has to be one or the other. <laughs> I don't really know. I, oh, I don't remember. Oh, that sounds, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's sort of what came in at the last minute and just sort of maybe tripped him up a little bit, but I love that sleeve. I, I really thought the sleeve was really interesting. And um, and different, and he's doing pants. 
Yeah, I'm like great. Yeah. Wonderful. Do those pants. Um Yeah. And also and the other th- good thing about it is like it's not necessarily what Anthony's doing because I, you know, have an issue with seeing <laughs> telling their looks apart. So, like great. Great. Um <laughs> All right. So Anne says goodbye and people are making a bunch of changes and they're commenting on one another's changes and um and we have the models come in for their fitting and because we're at we're in a normal day so um did anything stand out to you with the models coming through or how people are working their stuffs out um i feel like i don't know the when fabio's trying his look on the model the skirt looks a little weird like mm-hmm. it's the shape of it is it's not complimenting to her body it makes her look kind of frumpy a little bit hmm. so i don't know if that's gonna hurt him or if his technique will save him <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i thought i i i don't know for, i just didn't mind it at all like i he tries it on the model and it just i just love i love the silhouette it's, it's so different <laughs> to the point where mm-hmm. um uh you know i i can't really see that being worn in real life but um but then only because I don't think I've I've ever seen it in real life so it it was sort of one of those things where I'm like I could you know possibly you know definitely see this woman walking down the street somewhere in New York um mm-hmm. um even with uh that bit of smocking around where it it is bulky and it does look frumpy but I don't know I kind of liked it <laughs> really didn't mind the, okay. the frumpiness yeah. of it. Um, yeah. I think Stanley's skirt, when he puts it on the model, is just layers and layers and layers of wonder. It's just really beautiful. <laughs> Wait, for which one? For Stanley. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm i just worried that is it going to be too simple again? Because Stanley's got the tendency to have not enough or mm-hmm. you know kind of be a little bit off yeah I mean there is something though about that detail of the bodice it's kind of like that tuxedo looking front I wish I knew I'm pretty sure there's like a formal word for that but kind of like the tuxedo mm-hmm. bib on the front which he just had a pattern of right. um, it right. was just on pattern paper and yeah. I, you know I was like sure you know, and you putting putting her in flats. Isaac's gonna love that. <laughs> he loves flats. Um, I do. The flats he chose for his look were perfect, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, I think it goes yeah. really well. Totally agree. All right, so um, we have the model fittings. Um, the models leave, and people make some last minute changes that I don't like. I know how you felt about this, Amelia, but Ken takes his sleeves off. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, man, I was bummed about that. So, yeah, Anne told him to pick one or the other because he had, he was mentioning the train. Mm-hmm. And she said, make sure your look has enough dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. And so he, but to do one or the other. Yeah. And I'm like, man, keep those sleeves, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and he, he takes those sleeves off and then replaces it with this blue, I don't know, organza looking. Organza. Yeah. Yeah. It looked shiny and cheap to me. Um, yeah, it just seems like 
frou frouy, mm-hmm. not enough sort of thing. I don't know. It's int- I want to know why he did that because this is something that happened. Uh, you know, it's interesting how you know you, you can kind of take everyone's um, interview and um, talking head with a grain of salt, but he says something in his talking head that really contradicts what he said at the beginning of the um, of the episode where he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to take the sleeves off because I, and I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a train, but I'm not going to be as dramatic because I don't want to serve them the whole meal. I just want them to kind of smell the course. And I'm like, wait, what? That's not, I'm, and I was what, like, no, that's not the look. point of this. I know. So it was yeah. interesting how people were adjusting. You have Anthony who's deciding on a gown and not separates. Even though he said that he was gonna stri- he was gonna stay away from the gowns, um, stay away from the the expected, and then we have Ken who, for some reason, is deciding to demure in his design, and it was weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so Ken also pimp walks out of the workroom at the end of the night. Did you Did you see that? <laughs> What he walked out? He like pimp walked out of the workroom. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> I wrote down like I need a camera on Ken at all times. I just <laughs> <laughs> because Ken Sometimes is hilarious. He does his voice like, "Come on, y'all, let's go." <laughs> you know, and so like I want I want a camera on Ken at, at all times, which just basically means I want a show. So anyway, but I, I just I had to write that down because it, <laughs> it was just so funny. And also thinking of how this whole draping thing to me is. OK, so we all know that Ken has had a couple of breakdowns <laughs> where he's had a couple of moments where he just kind of gives up and someone has to mainly Anthony shove him back into existence in this competition. Mm-hmm. And so um I'm wondering if this is sort of like a reaction to not necessarily being sure of what you want to do or where you want to go, but knowing you have to do something because um, it's a lot of pressure. And I'm thinking like, you know, this is Ken under stress, you know, Ken, he's going to drape this ugly blue fabric on the front. And then Ken, like he's just going to like pimp walk outside out of the workroom. I don't know. It's just interesting. I just think. Yeah. 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 It's kind of funny. Um. Okay. So let's go to runway day. Day of. Yes. So all the sister wives and the den mothers are in the brother's sewing room. And I just had to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. So when they go to hair and makeup, Mm -hmm. who is this woman? I know. Where's Scott Patrick? I was like, hold on, hold on. (laughs) There's some random lady. It's not like our usual guy. I know. Oh, where's Scott? <laughs> and she doesn't seem very certain. She's like, well, maybe we do this. And then he's like, yeah, and I'm thinking this, this. And she's like, well, maybe we. I'm like, oh, honey, I'm going to need you to get rid of that maybe and be for sure. Like, yeah. this is the, this is going to be worth his staying or going. Yeah, I was like, they replaced so. Scott with this? Like, what's going on? This is. This is the penultimate episode. Maybe, you know, maybe he, whatever. Maybe he knew it was going to happen. He was like, I'm not, 
I'm not there for this. Let's just, I'm just going to take a break. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's got like, yeah, yeah. Hair and makeup. I mean, we still had Umberto. Um, right. I mean, not, his name not, is not Umberto. Not Umberto. His name is Lin Nguyen. Lin Nguyen. Yeah, Lin, Lin Nguyen. Um, we had, still we had our, our normal person from the Umberto. For hair. Hair and yeah. uh, hair, hair salon. So um, we were grounded in that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, not another twist. <laughs> no, nothing else, please. You know, and that's who knows. We're all on edge. We're all on edge. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and I would have to say that you know we usually we have the end of the of the the rundown towards the runway where everyone's just running around, hair and makeup, blah blah blah, and then we get more of these like talking heads where everyone is critiquing each other's work. And I have to say that I noticed that for me watching that when they cut to Fabio talking about Stanley or Anthony saying that Fabio's model looks like Crisco in a can dot, dot, dot fattening <laughs> or <laughs> like it, it didn't come off as hateful. It all came off as I, I think Anthony would tell Fabio this, his face kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of, I, I just it it was just a different feel on the way out where Stanley brings up the whole idea of how sad this is because he everyone gets along so well and he respects and likes everyone else and that's just going to be sad whoever goes home because um, I was feeling kind of I was dreading the runway in a way because I, I, I also know. this is the first time where I'm like I don't want anyone to go home um, yeah yeah so all right here we are on the runway and Alyssa's wearing this beautiful dress <laughs> <laughs> that is clearly, clearly accessorized with the intermix accessory that Ken used on his model last week. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, that belt that Alyssa was wearing on her oh. red tiered dress. Oh yeah. It's the same one. Yeah. Um, Come on, Alyssa. <laughs> but still, it was so. That's really who's been lovely. dressing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we she introduces the judges like she does every week. We have Georgina Chapman, Isaac Mizrahi, and then this week we have uh, Burlesque Extraordinaire Dita Von Teese, and then Zana Roberts Rossi is back. So she's the senior yep. fashion director at Marie Claire. <laughs> <laughs> um. This is my favorite panel so far. Um, only because I think, you know, Dita Vontis makes sense. And, you know, she's right. someone who's very versed in vintage clothing. And we're talking about mm-hmm. modernizing historic, um, uh, historical things. So I thought it was, I thought this was a really good choice. Yeah. I was really pleased to see her, to see her here. Yeah. There's um, this other show that where she's, uh, pops in on, it's about vintage clothing i believe in la yeah what's it called yes yeah, called anyway. frock frock yeah. LA or frock shop yeah and she she happens to like show up on one of those episodes like i don't think it was planned but apparently she goes in there all the time anyway yeah <laughs> yeah that is a yeah that's a first episode available on amazon it's in my save list save save watch list i love that episode mm-hmm. um yeah. But yeah yeah and so she's someone who's um c- who clearly understands the history of fashion um right. in, a, in um 
in a specific way, but still, I, I thought this was a good choice. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get to the cheat sheet, y'all. Um, the top part. We're not cheat in purgatory yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> We're almost there. No worries. <laughs> so oh, anyway, man. um right and so we're in we're in the 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 dc inspired section here and um they're not i think they're in they're in runway order so we can kind of pick from anyone you'd like so do you want to start actually they're not in runway order um i think i just put them however i put them yeah who i think was stanley first yeah stanley was first so we can let's do runway order. Okay, great. Let's do runway order. How about Stanley? Sure. So, I mean, when this walks, I feel like it looks very clean, and I love the statement collar here. Mm-hmm. So he's got like the leather, and I don't know what the name of the flap on the front is either. But I believe is that white leather as well as. I know that the black is leather. Okay. Yeah, I have. But it looks sure. it looks cool. It looks, and then the waistband, he's got the black leather there, mm-hmm. and that looks really cool. I'm just not sure if if this is going to be enough, um, for the judges to be like, all right, yeah, Stanley, you're staying. Mm-hmm. You know. What did you think about it? Well, it's probably like one of the first times where I was like. It's just great. <laughs> and <laughs> and I think it's also maybe we, we've just come off of having Nina Garcia on the show where if she mm-hmm. if she um, had been one of the judges, then I think she would have just fawned all over this where, she, you know, it's it's minimal. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's finished well, um, even the you know, so he has like I think he has seven layers of that skirt underneath. Oh wow. And um it it isn't bulky. I think it's tailored very well and also mm. it doesn't feel heavy even though it has a very heavy flounce at the bottom. And I think That's it true. it kind of looks sort of the way we've seen for instance like just referencing Anthony how Anthony trimmed um what was it from the performance challenge where he kind of trimmed layers of fringe to make these little waves and it looks like that's what he's done with the hem because the hem is unfinished um mm-hmm. the only thing i would have done is maybe like frayed the hem a little bit more because it and this is something that fabio points out that you know this is just not what he would do leaving this hem unfinished and right. i think if he had more time then i i, I would have wanted him to play around with what it would look like if he just sort of went into having an unfinished him here, but maybe you would have mm-hmm. lost that detail of this like s- subtle wave, but I just thought it was really beautiful and refreshing. And I would like to wear this. You can wear this with yeah, a bra. It's very, it, it's very simple. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just really, really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And are you ready to go to, to Ken? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. All right, Ken. So, I don't know. I feel like Ken settled here because on the runway, everything just looks really shiny. And, you know, there's just a lot of shininess. Hmm. And it's not, it's like minimalistic, but not in a 
good way. Like the sash isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Like if maybe if there were more to it, and you sort of see the remnants of Kate because he has the organza coming, you know, around the back. asymmetrically across the mm-hmm. yeah across the bodice and then down the back to leave sort of a little train. But it's not, it's not much. I'm like all right, well. Yeah, I wish he. I wish he would have just kept the sleeves. Me too, because I was a little disappointed with that drape when it went around the back, sort of kind of like the train that he wanted. But I'm like, but if you didn't really have a dramatic train, then why did you get rid of the sleeves? Exactly, it just kind of looks like Ugh. that piece of fabric is covering up so much great work. Because I thought the yeah. corset looks amazing. I thought the pants were great. He could have just chopped that piece of fabric off. And then been fine, mm-hmm. you know, just don't cover yeah. that up. And then if you want the drama, you know, maybe the sleeves would have been too bulky because he's, you know, they're brocade. <laughs> it's like, it looked like a right. heavy brocade, but um, yeah. at least it just kind of looked like he was covering up um, some really nice elements. You, you don't mm-hmm. really get to see the front of that corset, but yeah. Yeah. Um, a shame yeah it looked really it just looks so much better without that thing anyway all right <laughs> all right on to fabio next yeah fabio i love it this is my favorite look from the entire i season. mean i feel like out of out of all of them all the looks we've seen so far this seems the most finale runway type mm-hmm. look even no, it's like a first draft and, you know, most likely there'll be edits and whatnot or changes. Right. But this looks most finale to me. Yeah. I I kind of, um, the only thing is I, I wish that he hadn't tucked that bird print in, a bird top. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Because I, I, I know he did that because of Anne's critique on, you know, create a waste. It has to be something that doesn't create bulk up there but i think the silhouette would have made more sense if he had just untucked Mm. everything because that was only weird part for me um but and and even this the skirt that has its own little flounce underneath the smocking but Mm -hmm. i i don't know i just think it was just an interesting shape it was making i like the back a lot better than the front because it was untucked and um yeah I, I don't know. And I also, um, I I do not like the cut of the top that where it kind of has that seam um, going across, uh, like underneath your collarbone. I don't really know what that's called, but um, I would have liked to have seen, I don't know, like the enti- I would have liked to seen that fabric maybe integrated into the top a little bit more. And I would have been okay with just a bird print. <laughs> like Just make it a bird print. Not the whole time. I mean, I think it's good that he broke it up. Yeah. Regardless, I think he'll at least be able to show more. Right. You know, right. because this is intriguing enough to where people are like, oh, well, what, what else? It's so great. Yeah. All right. Um, ready for Anthony? Yeah. Yay. Um, what'd you think? I mean, this is like. I felt like don't nobody get in her way. She <laughs> looks dangerous. Like it's so elegant and powerful. 
that it's almost breathtaking, you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily consider it a finale look, but like the amount of presence that that gown has is just like wow. So cuz Anthony's on your bracket. <laughs> but even if it, um hey, even if he wasn't on my bracket, I still feel the same. Like I said it doesn't seem like a finale look, but it's okay. still an amazing gown. Golly. Also, <laughs> And uh, it's so it's so terrible because in my head I'm like it's a model doing most of the work because <laughs> the oh, model you know, but that's possible he she is like the best model on this season. Um, she <laughs> walked that dress, and it's so she funny because you know it looked so heavy to me on one side, and I don't know it's a neoprene it's a velvet face neoprene I don't know what yeah. that feels like I don't know what that weight is but the way he worked it into this dress was pretty wonderful it's only yeah. that again it just doesn't look compared to everyone else um it doesn't look like he's doing anything that different from what he's been doing which is not a problem which is not like a thing but um mm-hmm. this whole idea of you know a modern day audrey hepburn slash rihanna thing like Rihanna mm-hmm. wears the craziest shit. Like she wears, right. she wears, she's very daring in, um, in what she does on red carpets. And, you know, if you want to look up what she wore to the last Met Gala and, um, you know, it's just very adventurous. And, and I thought that I was expecting something a little bit more edgy from, from Anthony and to me this is mm-hmm. still Audrey Hepburn very Audrey Hepburn still very 50s to me um and not very modern in a way but that's the only thing so just right then into it yeah I mean I, I I don't get his concept from this look mm. like it, they don't line up I feel like yeah I don't see Rihanna at all no Rihanna's not in this look Mm-mm. yeah no. And also, I don't think, I don't think, you know, she, she wears anything, but in terms of like, if you want to reference her as a muse, I, you, I think you can, you can shoot for the stars. No pun intended. <laughs> exactly. You can, you can go way out. So, um, all right. So we have, um, all of the designers on the runway and we, and I think we, we do talk about a little bit of how they're reacting to what they put up here. So do you want to go, did anything um, send out in terms of what the, uh, what the judges had to say about these outfits? Um, hmm. Isaac was really into Ken's story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he was like on the edge of his seat, literally Wait, and leaned so forward. Can, like, uh-huh. can we do a little, can we act this out? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So you be Ken and okay. I'll be Isaac. Okay. So Isaac, my uh inspiration is, you know, when we were at the Smithsonian really saw Harriet Tubman's <gasps> tie what? and her her sash and oh my God. you know, just the lace, <gasps> the white lace. So I was really attracted to that and I wanted to incorporate oh, that into my entire line. Oh my god, how amazing. So I got these lighter colors here to <gasps> colors? mimic that detail. Oh my god, details. 
so amazing Ken this is amazing I know I he I was like seriously Isaac come on <laughs> I love it was so adorable <laughs> um but yeah yeah Man. um like, he really is so passionate about everybody's everything which is cool you know yeah yeah <laughs> what, what did you think about his reaction to Fabio's I'm trying to remember because how I, he reacted because he didn't like it, right? Well, he, or no, he did. Well, he, he said he wanted. Well, go ahead. Well, because he was okay. So I I wrote down that he he used he called Fabio's personal aesthetic gauche, <laughs> but oh, right. but in a positive way, which I love because gauche is left yeah. in French, and I'm left-handed, and I'm very sensitive about how we use the words that. A, imply that lefties are up to no good so <laughs> so you know gauche usually is used in a you know someone who's being a bit um crass or tacky or i'm trying to think of other things that are gauche um essentially just not the most tasteful or something to be admired but um he's like yeah you know Fabio, you're kind of gauche in this fabulous fabulously gauche and called um uh him i think he referred to him as being gauche caviar <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like the, i just yeah. loved it and yeah. and how he's encouraging him to be um a little bit more daring um because right. because uh georgina chapman asks him who his muse is and he says you know tilda swinton someone i would think maybe otherworldly in that way and Isaac sort of encourages him to, I mean, that's what they like about this is that he's translating his aesthetic onto his designs. And that's something that Mm -hmm. I've, we, I think we've all wanted him to do because he does have this marvelous way of dressing. And I think he's wearing like a onesie on the, on the, (laughs) he's wearing a onesie on (laughs) on the runway. His clothes is like very different from his DC outfit, which was wonderful, wonderfully tailored pinstripes. Exactly. um, suit but still you know it's still Fabio and I think I like this encouragement <laughs> for him to be gauche and to and I think this was him doing that so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um all right so anything else to say about the judges and their reactions to everyone's outfit oh my gosh uh who was it that said oh Isaac I believe called Stanley's look close to the plainest dress in the world (laughs) and I thought that was amazing (laughs) but he said that also in a good way like I know (laughs) he's like it's not the plainest dress it's not the most boring thing I've seen but it's close Close to it and I love that like what but honestly that's like kind of in like having close to the plainest thing but just a little bit of something to where mm-hmm. people tilt their head and make, yeah. Yeah. And also I want to ask you, oh. they take the collar off. They take the statement leather collar off. Mm-hmm. How, how did you prefer it? I prefer it with the collar. Okay. Yeah. I liked it with the collar. What about you? I like both. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. I liked it with the collar because I, I do like the detail and when you take it away, but what I again, what I like are those raw edges. 
because <laughs> you know yeah. it's there's something about both of them where also you know th- this is a point of contention for the judges as well where some of them liked it with some liked it without but I just didn't think it was a big deal either way um mm-hmm. it just was kind of clear that Stanley was a top favorite so yeah so Samelia who yeah. wins this who is the winner of um of this penultimate challenge and who goes home oh but there is no winner and no one going home because we have another surprise oh wait what wait so the models are supposed to leave and the designers are supposed to make their final case about why they deserve to go into the finale but wait what oh yeah nobody's going anywhere the only where only place they're going is down to purgatory (laughs) (laughs) so the designers are going to purgatory oh so how how, what happens here this some this is interesting so yeah guys odd Alyssa comes up onto the runway Mm -hmm. and the designers are again shaking in their boots and she starts to lead them off the runway past like all the camera people and all the extra help and I mean it's this maze of vaccine whatever down into some dungeon I don't know where she ends up where there's like all of these sewing machines and bins of fabric from past designers that were eliminated Hmm. from this season and so they've got to design another look (laughs) in one hour using these materials from eliminated designers. Yeah. And like, and this is what's going to decide, you know, who stays and who goes along with their one day uh, finale look. Yeah. So I'm like, good grief. I know. How did you what feel else? when this was happening? Because I, 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 you know, I wrote, I tend to do these things where I kind of go ahead in my notes where I'm like, this is what's going to happen next. And I really thought, great. The models are leaving. We're going to have to hear their sob stories. But like, I've come so far. I deserve. I deserve. uh." And then this happens. And I'm just like, okay. All right. This is now we've gotten into unfair territory. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And (laughs) Fabio is about to like literally pass out. He looks physically ill. Like he looks ill. Um, Stanley Oh, Stanley. Stanley, we all, (laughs) guys, for for those of you listeners who don't watch this show and have no idea what Stanley looks like or his mannerisms, this to me (laughs) was probably, Stanley was actually in hell. Like he had skipped over purgatory and he was just in hell with Satan. Satan was leading him by the hand and deeper into- Fabio was holding him up. I think so. (laughs) Because Stanley goes, he's just like, so guys, I want to tell you all something brand new about my personality. If you haven't been watching me on the show, you may not have noticed that I get really nervous in situations I have no control over. He's walking <laughs> so upright. I've never seen him oh, walk no. so straight. He's oh, so tense. No. Oh, anyway, I highly, oh, if anyone's Stanley. not watching this show, I have, you know, we have listeners who don't watch it, but I highly recommend it. You just, you watch it just for Stanley's facial under expressions. <laughs> Seriously. It is. They're oh, hilarious. Oh, um, yeah. So unfortunately, um, th- we're in all stars purgatory and it's also a tawdry advertisement oh, for Skylight Clarkson studio. <laughs> so it's like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, right. that's what it's all based off of. You know, the hottest new club in town is Skylight Clarkson Studios. So, um, and it's weird to me because this is how unfair it is, where Clarkson Studios is where they've been taping All-Stars this whole entire time. And it's kind of like they had some kind of writer where they're like, hey, don't forget that you need to do a whole entire challenge based off of us. And, you know, oh it's goodness. just not fair. You know, it's, they should have, this would have been a perfect set for the post-apocalyptic challenge, but not this. Oh. You know, this is, because like the fluorescent lights are blinking. There are no windows. The models are naked so and freezing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. You know, think oh. of what they did. They had the models walk off and then they immediately had to rip off the clothes that they had on. And now they're just in their brawn panties. What? This is crazy. This is, I get, I'm getting a set anew thinking about it. All right. Mm. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. So, all right. So we have this new challenge, blah, blah, blah. And um, they have an hour. Samelia, what were, what were your thoughts about how they worked through this? And then anything else that you want to say about this, this moment in purgatory? <laughs> I just feel like this is unnecessary you know like to have all of i don't know it it didn't seem cohesive you know there is a a way to have twists kind of make sense this just seems like why (laughs) you know like come on y'all you've seen enough and whatever they were trying to do i feel like this wasn't the best i don't know Mm. i was just annoyed i was annoyed at this point yeah like, haven't y'all put them through enough? I know. It's, it's just, you know, and uh, it's, and it's funny because, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like that is something that we, we talk about when we're back on the runway. Um, what I was, so, okay. So again, Ken has, has a, he has conquered his anger and his anger management skills in this was something that was very profound to me <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, they only have an hour. They're going through these remnants of, of, of fabrics and they've been through so many things. We're all mad watching them, but they're the ones who still have to kind of roll with this nonsense. And um yeah. You know, by the end of it, I was just happy that the models had clothes on because they just look really cold in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So let's just run. But I do. I feel like they each designer handled it really well. They were kind of like, mm-hmm. all right, well, just do it. You know, no time to diddle daddle. Right. Right. It's like, just yep. have at it. Ken dumps out a bucket of <laughs> fabric. You know, he's not going through piece a piece he's gonna dump it out and see what all's there yeah because they had all of the speaking of the apocalyptic challenge because they had all of the all the remnants in these um cans i don't know the name of it but it's kind of like those um hobo fire cans from like 80s movies what are those things where in in those like those really in like all the Batman movies where the hobos are just kind of like <laughs> they lit a fire in this thing and that's how they're warming the hands. Yeah. That's what they had the remnants oh, cool. in. Right. And I was sort of, I think I was looking around the set being like, this would have been so much better nine challenges ago. What's happening. This is crazy. But yeah, Ken just yeah. turns everything over. I thought that was a great strategy as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. And also, did you notice that they had balls in there from the unconventional challenge? What? I did. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, like, who's seriously going to? I was like, I was so no. mad in my notes. My notes are just filled with expletives. Why do you, why do you still <laughs> have that in there? <laughs> just give the balls to kids. Just. <laughs> but everyone also just that. ends up using Josh's fabric. <laughs> Yeah, at this time, I'm thinking like, Josh, you bought way too much fabric. You are a fabric waster because I'm all about like, how can we make the best use of the fabric we have? And it really annoyed me. I'm like, I can't believe you're on my bracket wasting all that material knowing you only needed three yards. It's like 20 yards of that stuff. Everybody was using his fabric. I know. You know, and I thought about that too because I was like, how come you have so much fabric that everyone can make whole outfits i mean anthony used anthony used all of the material he had from the isaac mizrahi challenge and made like basically a dress for the statue of liberty oh yeah so much fabric so i was thinking like maybe (laughs) josh was just buying cheap shit like that's why he has so much yardage because how 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 (laughs) right yeah, but it's, I, but it's yeah. way too much. I didn't even think about that, about him being so wasteful with what he was buying. But like, and even if you remember that dress that Josh made, <laughs> like Miss Rocky Challenge, it was a giant dress. There was so Yeah. Like, dude, how much material did you get? It's <laughs> so like 20 yards. Yeah, <laughs> 20 yards. Sheesh. I don't know where that fabric is. But to me, I was like, maybe it was actually just cheap. He was like, great. Give me 20 yards of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah. So Anthony uses all of Josh's fabric. Ken uses Josh and Amanda's fabric. Fabio uses Josh and Helen's fabric. And then I think Stanley was the only one who didn't use Josh's fabric. <laughs> but I think that says something. Apparently, Joshua was getting good fabrics for people to want to you know use what? his No, fabrics. you can't walk that back, Samelia. <laughs> just because he was on your bracket. I'm just saying, like, he had a good eye for fabric. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly he had a good eye for fabric that could work up easily, apparently. You know, because that's why they all took it and they draped it. And and it's weird because you don't really see Josh. Josh didn't drape that much, but he got a lot of drapey fabrics. I don't know. Right. It's an interesting way of seeing how these designers are using these things differently, but also he's the only one that had bolts and bolts of fabric in one piece. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we've, we spent some time in purgatory, but it's not over yet. Cause we got to go look <laughs> at these pergolicious outfits. <laughs> so Smilia, we're back yes. on the runway. And yep. I don't know if you noticed this or maybe this is just me projecting, but the models look mad. They don't even get to walk the looks. Oh. So. I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't notice. You don't really get to see these looks in action. They just come back onto the runway. And that's why if you you guys um, go to the cheat sheet and just see, I took a screenshot. (laughs) (laughs) Because there weren't, there were no images. There were no final images of the pieces on um, Lifetime's website. So even they were kind of like, nah, this doesn't really count. How terrible. 
<laughs> I know. Which further made me feel like, well, what what was the point? Right. You know? I just this was an unnecessary thing to have them do. Yeah, everyone everyone is angry. Everyone's upset. Um, you know, and it I it's fine. Anyway, so let's get back to the runway, and I and I'll, I'll point out that um, Isaac to me gives a very appropriate design toast in a way mm-hmm. where he thanks mm-hmm. the designers profusely for, um, you know, and, and I think he pulls out his like giant is Rocky Ms. Rocky size, like empathy brooch to express that he understands how difficult and torturous this was for everyone. <laughs> and I thought that was yeah. very necessary to reset everything Yeah, because right. I think it's clear that um, this was ridiculous. We've been put through a lot yeah. of terribleness. Yeah. So, yeah. What did, what did you think about this time in front of the judges for a second time? Um, I don't even know if I <laughs> took notes. <laughs> I was so mad. It's like, y'all, I was mad about all the wrinkles on Anthony's gown. I was mad about <laughs> how weird. The, I don't know. Ugh. Because is there anything? I mean, like... everything looked great was the thing. Mm-hmm. And they spent just an hour other than the wrinkles on Anthony's gown. I mean, everything was like amazing. Yeah. And I think Anthony, if he just had like 15 more minutes, he would have been okay with those wrinkles. He would have. Because he was seeming so the whole fabric. entire thing. <laughs> I know. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. He had enough for that giant train and a sleeve. A long mm-hmm. sleeve on one side. It was yeah. asymmetrical. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and it's, I, I, I liked everyone's outfit as well. And, you know, with the whole thing, I'm like, I don't care at the same time. I'm like, great. Stanley exactly. made something. He made like a a bodycon dress. It's a it very was simple dress. super cute, though. So this cute. So cute. With a so leather he, bib. Stanley used, yeah, Stan, but it was like tasteful, a tasteful leather bib. And uh, but it was almost like a harness type thing. It it, it was a harness. I'm just calling it. I don't know why I'm calling everything harness bib, but it's kind of bib because it came from like the. I could see bib though. How he made out of leather. It was a it was a faux leather leather. thing that he got from from Edmund, and I was really jealous because you know it takes me forever to cut things. It takes me forever and. He cut that so well. I don't even know if he had a mm-hmm. French ruler, but it just looked perfect. You know? Well, you got to think, too, they're coming off of, they just were working with these exact models, so they already know the measurements of, oh, yeah. good of, point. The, of their bodies pretty well. Yeah, good so, point. And then they were standing right there, which is something they don't normally have. They don't usually have the models in the room while they're mm-hmm. working. So I think that, you know, that sort of helped things along. Right, right. Too good point um yeah yeah i mean essentially everyone pretty much likes what they did oh, the only thing that really freaked me out a little bit though was that everyone fawned over fabio's outfit and it turns out that a lot of people liked this more than they liked what he put on the runway um mm. which is just something that i didn't really understand um so anyway, but yeah, yeah, that just, it's hard to see these pieces from the cheat sheet. Um, I'm very sorry about that, but 
it's also, you know, as we kind of move on into what the judges, uh, you know, when the judges actually officially deliberate about who's going home, um, this was such a throwaway challenge. Um, and to have exactly. them spend so much energy. Which is I was like, what was the point? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, I don't know. Anyway. I, don't, I was so annoyed. Do you want yeah. to go into the deliberations? Because I think the judges were also annoyed a little bit as well. At least yes, Isaac let's. was, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I didn't really write down that much, but I did write down that. Uh, I think all the judges were also sort of like, "What was the point of this?" And in a, a lot of their feedback and you know, in their talk with Alyssa at the end, they were hoping that the second look would tie into something that, mm-hmm. into what they'd seen before on the official runway. And that um, that's the thing. It was so disjunct yeah. from what what they were already trying to do. So it was like, well, I mean, it wasn't thought out. Mm. This last challenge, yeah, this surprise challenge. And then Isaac and and Mark, uh, oh, Georgina. Georgina. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Isaac and Georgina. Um, at the very beginning, go okay. So basically, what they did in that hour is cute. It's adorable, but we're going to ignore it. <laughs> they just, oh they're very honest about this. Like, we're not going to judge it off of what they did in a freaking hour. And then yeah. um, I think Zana, who's, who hasn't been there, she was sort of using the hour um, piece that Ken made in order to sort of be like, well, you know, I think his first piece was kind of a throwaway, but I do like what he made in an hour. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> no, oh. that's that's not good. Um, to be more impressed by what he did at the end. Um, But I think it's a struggle with how to integrate this instinctual challenge with something that they made thinking that thinking um, 10 steps ahead, you know, this is a part of a collection this past year. Mm -hmm. You can't really ask for too much. So it's just very frustrating. Yeah, I know. I hope they, I hope this isn't project runway all stars jumping the shark. Oh, so. very upsetting. Oh, please no. All right. Um. Any anything else you want to say about the time with the judges, or do you want to move on? Uh, Georgina and Isaac. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So when they were talking about Fabio's look, you know, Alyssa is all like, "Oh, I love, I love the top. You know, the bird print and mm-hmm. whatnot." And uh, Georgina and Isaac both almost at the same time were like, no, it was mediocre. It was mediocre. <laughs> so, like, so then I'm like, are y'all calling Alyssa's taste mediocre? Or are you? <laughs> I know. I was so. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> and also, I wrote down what Isaac said about his hour look. They're like, because Zana loved the, of course, yeah, as I said before, Zana was like, oh, I love it. It was just so genius. And then Isaac was like, really? To me, it was random and desperate. <laughs> what? <laughs> random and desperate. Oh, I love it. It's just so funny, even though I totally disagree with all of them. Um, yeah, I did not think that top was mediocre. I can see where it's going. Um, but I'm always wondering if they can compare it to anyone that we've seen or anyone that they know of in terms of um, the fashion community. I would like to know how is this mediocre? So, right. So, yeah. Um, 
Uh, anything else? Uh, they all felt like Stanley's ready. So we mm. know off the top that yeah. he's definitely moving on. Yeah. I don't like that word ready. When they said yeah, that, I was like, like, wait, anyone ever, wait a second. Does that mean for me <laughs> that clued it into the fact that maybe Stanley is going to win the entire thing. Oh, when they said that, they I just, oh. I just like I got a sinking feeling in my stomach. I was like, <laughs> that he wasn't on your bracket. No, <laughs> Amelia. Oh, never. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, how dare you? No, but but kind of like, oh, God, <laughs> maybe I was. But in oh, no. a way, how wrong it... was I? So wrong about Stanley. And I want to be I all of be us, wrong. though. All of us were wrong we about had, Stanley. We had good reason. He gave us good reason to to be it's wrong true. about him. It's Stanley's fault. He snuck let's, up on Let's it. blame Stanley for this. We blame Stanley. All right. That makes <laughs> it feel a lot better. All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's true. Stanley moves on. It's it's, it's almost guaranteed that Stanley is, yeah. is going to the finale. Um, The next to go to the finale is Fabio, which shocked me. I was a little scared Why? for Fabio. Well, because they thought his top was mediocre and they couldn't decide whether oh, or not they liked it. whatever. The... He showed them the most work out of every other designer. I mean, all yeah. of that, whatever the stuff. But you never know. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. So essentially, Stanley and Fabio make it through. And then the final two are left. And it's Ken and Anthony. Oh, so Samelia, do you want to yeah. say who? I don't want to say. Me neither. I so I okay. So 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 people, n- none of us want to say this. So wh- when when they announced who was uh, eliminated, I gasped, and I think I would have gasped if either one of them went home because I mm-hmm. I don't think any of us wanted them to go. And um, I thought they all should have gone. I was really ready for that. But I know that after all of the bull that they had been put through, that I I feel like it would have even been more unfair if they let all four of them go to the finale. Um, so, guys, it's Ken. Ken's going home. Yeah. I don't think I've ever oh, cried man. during a Project Runway episode. <laughs> Really? I cry like every other episode. You do? I mean, not this season. Not this season. This season I haven't cried, but I mean, this episode I was just like <laughs> wiping away tears, yeah. you know? Yeah. I... It was rough. I mean, I, I think especially with because so Anthony doesn't leave the stage. He just hugs Ken, Ken and is sobbing. Yeah, in his arms, and it's just like wow. He kind of he it, it's and that's that's what made me cry is the moment where he is just trying to encourage him, and th- he's thanking Ken. He's like, "Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for." Um, and we don't. And and it, what what is so touching is that I don't know where that's coming from. So we've only seen what they've edited into the show, but I feel like right. what was going on there is something that um, is was indicative of the entire experience of experience of them together. Um, and also goes into a personal relationship that we were not privy to. And that I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with not being privy to that, but it was clear that um, 
you know, it was, it was, you know, and he kind of, Anthony basically collapses and collapses into tears with Ken and we, and Ken, you know, who is someone who <laughs> we've seen grow emotionally. Um, and again, you know, we haven't been privy to all of that too, but we, we've been able to see a trajectory and, um, and he cries too, which I knew was out of character. And that, I think that's when I started sobbing. I was like, Oh God, Ken's crying. Mm-hmm. And I, I just know. lost it. I know. Lost it completely. And um, it was, I've, I, I think I've cried when I think I've cried at the end of, a really great fashion week show or fashion week runway. I think I'm, mm-hmm. I think I might've, no, no, that's not true. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some oh really wonderful runway shows where I've like, it was just so beautiful. It made me cry, but I've never really, I've never been this sad during an episode. Yeah. I know. So, and I, I love what Ken says to the, his fellow designers backstage, mm-hmm. you know, about the judges Mm-hmm. Um, just saying like, you know, these judges are really rooting for you and you can feel it out there. Like they made me cry and I never cry. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something you really do get this, this season. If nothing, I mean, you can, you can see that the judges are passionate, especially, um, Isaac really shows yeah. that, um, yeah. how passionate he is about them being better and wanting to help them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And that's, that is important because this is a show. This is highly produced, but, um, and that's another thing where I, you know, it just, that it reminds me of something that, uh, Georgina said to Anthony where, Isaac loved Anthony's fabric and was like, oh, it just looks so fresh. I just think it's so great. And then Georgina mm-hmm. easily goes, she's like, you know what? I don't like your fabric. I don't like it. But you know what? Blah, 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 blah. And it, and it wasn't something where it wasn't necessarily for drama. She wasn't saying it to, to, um, to contradict Isaac. And we've known them for six seasons now that their feedback is very authentic. Um, and mm-hmm. then I think in the midst of all of that, it's very important for the designers to see some care in there. And um, even though we didn't really get to interact that much with, with um, Georgina, you know, there wasn't really a Georgina Chapman um, challenge this year, but I, I, I do think that um, seeing a little bit more of Isaac and seeing them um, get a little bit closer to them. And I, and I also have a feeling that it's, it's just sort of the, I don't know. I think I would like to think it has something to do with how they're authentic with one another as well. And mm-hmm. Anthony is a wonderful um, ray of sunshine always on the runway. And whenever he opens his mouth and they've all demonstrated. Okay. I think I'm, I'm going on, but f- basically these are the strongest designers and I could say yeah. something about all of them in terms of when they open their mouths and talk about their work or when they show their work, um, I, you know, I, and I think it's more, more than them rooting for them. Um, but I think there's like a lot of, of, uh, respect going on. Like it's just such, Mm -hmm. such respect to all of them as I think they're all peers, not necessarily contestants versus judges, but you know, anyway, anyway, that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot to be said about them. Um, yeah, I I love I love this. I I watched this episode three times and and stopped it. Um, the the last two times I stopped it before they uh said goodbye to Ken because I just couldn't take it. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> this is why I don't watch This Is Us. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched, I got so far as the pilot. Episode, I don't so watch This Is that. Us because, <laughs> oh, the crying. So anyway, all right. Um, Anything else to say about this episode and then expectations for the end of this, Samelia? Uh, no, I am excited for the next the next uh episode Mm -hmm. especially because we get to see some some past designers that come back oh right some little um handy helpers in in the workroom Uh (laughs) that's gonna be great um i wonder if josh was gonna come back i i didn't really watch the end since i shut it off after crying but um I, I do remember, though, that they have one extra look to make. And maybe that's why they have handy helpers. Do you remember that um, bombshell that Alyssa dropped towards the very end that almost made Fabio throw up again? Oh, yeah. I was like, really? Come on. I think I threw my hands up at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Since they made this one and they made another one an hour, they have they tacked on another look. So that they still have six looks to make. It's just... Oh goodness! Crazy. Um, All over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so next week is the finale, y'all, and it's gonna be a long one. We're gonna, and this one was also a long episode. We got an hour and a half. It was mm-hmm. it was like a normal Project Runway Prime episode. Um, so I'm expecting next week to be the same, and then we'll have Nealon back on the show to do an um an ultra deep dive as our finale three um back together again so yeah yeah looking forward to it Mm-hmm. all right Amelia. before we wrap up yes um anything else you want to share with everyone and then where can everyone find you on the interwebs I actually do want to share something. So I happened to meet uh, Koto. You remember Koto Mamalu from season five yes. of Project Runway Prime? And also pro- from so, Project Runway All-Stars. She was a finalist, yes, I think, well, yes, so I didn't meet her, but her cousin came to my open studio, somehow saw my event on Facebook, what? came to my studio. And so Koto is going to be speaking at... Um, or I believe she's part of Rock the Runway here in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And that's taking place April 22nd. Um, anyway, I just thought I would mention that. I thought, what a small world. But wow. she's in Arkansas, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or at least her cousin's in Arkansas. Um, and it was really, it was really a great, a great time. Interesting to meet her. And anyway, her cousin is Jazz. And Jazz is awesome. But a little shout out there. Yeah. Um, so there's that. It was a little fun thing that happened. But also, you all can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Textile Shop. That's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E-S-H-O-P. And also through my website, TextileShop.com. Great. Um, and for me, you can find me on all of the social mediums at Ernez. And that's H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. 
Um, also, check out my Etsy shop at um, How Indigo, and I have all of those links also for you, as well as Samilia's links in our link section. Um, and then also, you can find us, The Workroom Podcast, on the interwebs at facebook.com forward slash the workroom for those of y'all who are still on Facebook. And then we're also on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> at the workroom podcast. So um, check us out there. Um, and also uh, remember to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, all of them. And then leave us a review where you can. Um, if not, spread the word. Um, even though we're at the end of All Stars, there casting now from project runway season 17 and who knows when that's going to air but it's going to be on soon so um we're definitely gonna um be back for that project runway season 20 yay anyway um (laughs) yes so until next week um we wish you a happy penultimate episode and uh we'll talk to y'all soon all right bye. bye